Welcome to Letters from Wall Street. I'm your host, Anthony Pompliano, better known as Pomp. Let's kick this thing off. The following is a letter to shareholders from Bill Ackman, the founder and CEO of Pershing Square. To the shareholders of Pershing Square Holdings, for the first six months of 2019 and year to date, the company's total return was 45.3% and 48.9% respectively, compared with the S&P 500's performance of 18.5% and 18.2% respectively. Pershing Square Holdings returns have been driven by gains across our portfolio due to fundamental business performance at our portfolio companies being better than the market expected, as well as strong stock market performance. We believe our improved absolute and relative performance for the last two years is a direct result of the organizational changes we have implemented at Pershing Square and our renewed focus on the core strategy that has driven our performance over the last 15 years. This year's high returns are not unusual in the context of the historical performance of Pershing Square. During the last 15 years of Pershing Square, our fund was the longest track record. Pershing Square LP has had five years on average every third year with net returns of 36% or more. Three of these high return years were achieved before the formation of Pershing Square Holdings and therefore did not benefit from Pershing Square Holdings access to low cost leverage and more stable capital base, which has allowed Pershing Square Holdings to be more fully invested than the Pershing Square private funds. We believe that our investment strategy continues to offer the potential for high, long-term rates of return because of our ability to, one, identify and purchase large stakes in underperforming great businesses at prices which do not reflect anticipated changes to the status quo, two, obtain a position of influence as a major shareholder including potential board representation, and three, catalyze changes to the governance, management, and strategy of a target company. In sum, our ability to effectuate successful corporate change is a huge competitive advantage over more passive investors. As a reminder, our approach to corporate change varies depending on the situation. In the more active and visible examples, like Chipotle, we seek and obtain board representation, assist the board in recruiting new leadership, and provide ongoing oversight. We may also take a less public approach, working behind the scenes with existing management to increase a business's probability of success. We believe our reputation as a corporate change agent can help enhance the performance of any company we own, even if we do not take a particularly proactive approach, as boards and management teams generally prefer to take credit for accelerating value creation on their own, rather than being perceived as having been pushed to do so by a proactive shareholder. Pershing Square Holdings versus Private Equity Some have described our strategy as a private equity approach to the public markets, and we think there is merit to this description as our approach to value creation is similar to that of private equity managers. Unlike private equity, however, we do not pay a premium for control in investment banking-led auctions that are designed to maximize value for the seller, nor do we materially leverage the balance sheet of a portfolio company to enhance our returns. Our ability to purchase large, influential stakes in portfolio companies at substantial discounts to intrinsic value is an important competitive advantage of our approach when compared to private equity. The universe of businesses in which we can invest is also materially larger and generally of substantially higher business quality, as we are not limited to what is offered for sale or the timing of a seller would like to achieve. Our corporate form also provides a number of important competitive advantages and other benefits versus privately placed private equity funds. 
These include investors in Pershing Square Holdings do not need to set aside funds that can be drawn on short notice over the usual 7-10 to year commitment period for private equity funds. When you buy a share of Pershing Square Holdings, you are immediately invested in our portfolio holdings. The overall leverage of Pershing Square Holdings, determined by consolidating Pershing Square Holdings leverage with our portfolio company's leverage, is substantially lower than that of private equity funds, and the debt of Pershing Square Holdings and our investee companies is on much more favorable, generally investment-grade terms. Pershing Square Holdings is publicly traded, which enables investors to manage the size of their investment on a daily basis. Pershing Square Holdings fees are substantially lower than that of private equity. The current discount to NAV provides an opportunity for us to enhance returns through the repurchase of our stock at a substantial discount. Since there is no limit to the duration of our holdings, we are not forced to sell a business at the end of the life of a fund. The returns one generates from an investment in Pershing Square Holdings are the actual stock price returns of Pershing Square Holdings, including dividends from the time of an investor's commitment of capital until the time of exit of one's investment. In private equity, the reported returns are different from the investor's actual returns as they are calculated only from the time that an investor's capital is drawn down until it is returned, and do not include in the calculation the nominal and highly dilutive returns on capital that investors set aside to meet future capital calls during their commitment period to the private equity fund. The biggest disadvantage of Pershing Square Holdings versus private equity is that investors are not guaranteed to exit at the same or lower discount to NAV at which they entered. This is less of an issue when one's purchase price for Pershing Square Holdings shares is at a large discount to NAV, but it can still have a significant effect on a shareholder's returns when an investor's commitment period is shorter term. As one's investment duration in Pershing Square Holdings increases, the entry versus exit discount will have a less material impact on an investor's total return. That said, we view the current extraordinarily wide discount as an important issue that we and the board are working to address. Buyback programs and reducing the discount. Pershing Square Holdings' year-to-date stock price return of 37.2% has underperformed its per-share NAV performance by 11.7 percentage points as the discount to which the shares trade to NAV has widened since the beginning of the year. While one would typically expect best-in-class investment performance to increase the demand for Pershing Square Holdings' shares over the long term, the opposite may be the case in the short term. Based on feedback we have received from existing and potential shareholders, it appears likely that Pershing Square Holdings' substantial outperformance this year has led some investors to, quote, take some chips off the table and caused some investors interested in accumulating a new position or adding to existing holdings to, quote, wait for a more opportunistic entry point, both of which have the effect of decreasing demand for Pershing Square Holdings' shares. Since the launch of our most recent buyback program in June, Pershing Square Holdings has instructed its buyback agent to purchase the maximum number of Pershing Square Holdings shares permitted each day under the regulations for open market share repurchase programs because, one, we are optimistic about the prospects and current valuation of our existing holdings, two, we believe that the current discount to NAV is an extraordinary buying opportunity, and three, we have ample free cash. If the current discount persists, we estimate that Pershing Square Holdings is on track to repurchase more than 6% of shares outstanding per annum, assuming the buyback program is renewed when the current authorization is fully utilized. While we do not believe that stock buybacks will necessarily have a material impact on the discount to NAV at which the shares trade, we believe that open market share repurchases are an attractive use of our recently generated free cash at current discount levels until we can find a more productive use for the capital. Does the current portfolio continue to offer attractive returns for Pershing Square Holdings? 
In light of the strong stock price performance of our portfolio holdings year-to-date, one might ask whether the existing portfolio continues to offer attractive returns. We believe that the answer to this question is definitively yes, as the underlying business progress of our holdings has in most cases kept pace or nearly so with their stock prices. While most of their holdings are not as undervalued as they were at the end of 2018, we believe our current portfolio continues to offer the potential for high long-term rates of return. While our investment holding periods tend to be very long-term by most investors' standards, we sell our investments when they approach our estimates of intrinsic value. As a result, Pershing Square Holdings portfolio is always, quote, fresh. That is, we believe it should always offer the potential for high rates of return over the long term. Recently, we sold two large holdings, United Technologies and ADP, as their respective gaps to intrinsic values narrowed, and we believed we could find a better use for the capital. In the case of ADP, the price rose to a level from which we estimated that prospective returns would be below our long-term goals. For UTX, the announcement of a value-destroying stock merger was the catalyst for our exit. Pershing Square Holdings' approach to leverage. As a publicly traded company with holdings in high-quality, large-cap public companies, we have been able to access low-cost, unsecured leverage without mark-to-market maintenance covenants, which should enhance our long-term returns. On July 25, 2019, we issued $400 million of unsecured bonds at an interest rate of 4.95%. We did so opportunistically as we expect the lower interest rate, substantially lower corporate spread, and more favorable key man provisions of the bonds will help facilitate a lower cost refinancing of our existing $1 billion of debt, which comes due in July 2022, less than three years from now. The issuance of the debt increased our gross leverage to the higher end of our historic debt-to-total capital ratio, now 20%, compared with a range of 12-22% to since the bonds were issued. Our net debt-to-capital ratio is currently 4% as we have a large amount of cash on hand. We expect to reduce our debt-to-total capital ratio over time through continued positive NAV performance and or the refinancing and repayment of the 2022 bonds. Pershing Square Holdings remains conservatively financed as our highly liquid portfolio is principally comprised of publicly traded large capitalization investment grade U.S. equities, and our net debt is currently covered by our investment assets by 22 times. To address a question raised recently by a few shareholders, the issuance of debt does not increase the management or incentive fees paid to the investment manager as the fees to the manager are determined based on NAV, not the total assets of Pershing Square Holdings. We believe that the ability to access a modest amount of low-cost, long-term leverage without margin leverage-like covenants will enhance Pershing Square Holdings' long-term rate of return without meaningful increasing the risk to shareholders. Shareholder Communications We are modifying our communication calendar going forward. Our annual and mid-year letters and financial reports will of course continue as usual, but we are eliminating the second quarter conference call beginning this quarter, which normally takes place mid-August as the timing of the call was not ideal for investors and the information on the call is already covered in detail in our comprehensive mid-year letter and financial report. We are also eliminating our first and third quarter letters as investors have found them duplicative in light of the contemporaneous first and third quarter investor calls, which we will continue to hold. All other weekly, monthly, and other communications and shareholder meetings will also continue as before, including interim press releases and other updates about material events on an as-needed basis. We are particularly pleased this year to be able to reward your long-term support with strong Pershing Square Holdings performance. We remain focused on delivering results that continue to meet your and our high expectations. 
Sincerely, William A. Ackman, founder and CEO of Pershing Square. 